This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast. As our loyal listeners may remember, we were replaced by Gen AI a little while ago, so we thought it was a good idea to come back to Gen AI situation and see how well we're doing. Now, a little heads up, due to travel and stuff like that, we have, we are pre-recording this a bit uh, earlier than usual, so things might have changed along the, t- along the way, but at the time of recording here, which is just before New Year somewhere, this was the state of the Gen AI world. Place. Or at least, or at least one little one part of the Gen AI world, the part led by the fabulous folks at Google. Yes, because Google finally one-upped ChatGPT in their own words. At least they mm-hmm. put up a, a valuable effort to uh, have something in the AI space that kind of does the same-ish thing. Although same thing, no, 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 it's way better to have graphs that show how much it ex, it's ex, you can't even see ChatGPT from the point that they're at, at the <laughs> moment, they like have 90% instead of the 88 or something like that, that ChatGPT had. Again, small percentage point still could be a big difference, but the most uh, important thing was that the promotional video they released, when I saw it, ah, jaw dropping. I. Mm. Well, first thing I thought was, if this is real, this is major. Yeah. And that was prophetic. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So, I mean, just for anyone who's been living under a rock and uh, didn't see it, the the core of it, um, the core of the, the suggested problem seems to be that um, certain capabilities were inferred, I think, by the video, or in, when in fact, no, were not inferred, were directly shown in the video. And uh, that's actually not the way that Google's Gemini actually worked. And it, it did not and does not operate in that way. It's supposed to be, quote unquote, inspirational. That's marketing speak for lies, right? I think, unfortunately, that is the case. Yeah, it was very bad, I think, because uh, the main difference that they actually showed was how you interacted with the environment. Because mm. basically, all LLMs, all large language models there, you ask them a question, they will give you a nicely worded response that might or might not be truthful. And basically, that's what Gemini does as well. But the video kind of showed it extremely fast, reacting in real time mm. with voice, with spoken voice, audibly audible yep. sounds being generated. It saw it felt so fluid, so natural. I mean, if this was real, I would be impressed. I would yeah. want to have that on all day long on the on the second screen to just give. Tell me what I should do. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, that was the inspirational thing about the whole demo because basically all it did, they had a text window open somewhere and they made the screen grab, gave that to their uh, LLM, waited five minutes probably, it came back with something, they made another screen grab, put it to the LLM, five minutes later and so on. Which is basically what you can do with ChatGPT as well. Gemini, Google made a very big thing about their multimodal thing where they can do audio, imagery, uh, 
sound, text, whatever, all together. And what they're saying is that Gemini was trained on all those different modalities at the same time, which mm. is different from ChatGPT, which is you have the vision GPT, you have the chat GPT, you have the speech GPT, they have the different things and they can blunt them together to make it a multimodal, which mm. I would say an integrated model would indeed be more flexible, I guess. Yeah. But then why couldn't they actually do what they showed? Because if they still had to do creative as uh, a screenshot, upload screenshot, get text back, and then put audio from that text. Well, whether it's a single model, I still have to do everything piece by piece by piece. It's no different from ChatGPT. And either their model from Gemini is a lot larger in gigabytes because it has all those different modalities in there. Mm. It should be this, at least the sum of all the different uh, ChatGPT models. Well, maybe not at least. You could have some... Uh, I'd call that uh, scale benefits that it wouldn't be mm. a full sum addition, but still it would be quite large yeah. and it's not supposed to be. That's not what they said anyway. Yeah. I, I think the other thing that um, came out as part of the discussions um, was something around, I'm just trying to remember now, there was... It wasn't just the, oh, that was it. it. So it wasn't just the demo itself, but it was also in the uh, the material that was released at the same time. It was like, oh, you, we've got this version, we've got this version, and we've got the super mega ultra version that's so much better than, uh, than all of the chat GPT versions. And of course, um, I, I think uh, I remember at the time it, this was a conversation actually that you and I had, which was the super mega ultra, so much million times just better ultra. than ChatGPT. Yeah, Gemini Ultra Pro and Nano. Yeah, so is actually not generally available. Um, it doesn't exist yet. I, well, no. So I think the pictures doesn't least, exist. <laughs> the the what they shared later was that it 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 has been made available to a limited subset of people. So it is not generally available. Pictures really doesn't exist. I mean, if they can inspirationalize me with a video like this, I'm taking everything that's, they're telling me around the subject with yeah. a very large bucket truckload so, of salt. And so that's what that's what I'm really curious about is they like this was always going to come out eventually. So why did they do it? Why did they on on their on their part, like their they say, Oh well we, we we put this together to inspire. But do you think that I, I personally I don't think that can actually be the case. I think that is kind of uh, you know, trying to uh, trying to uh, retell retell the past in a in a different way. Retconning. That's it, retconning. That's the word I was looking for. I think they're absolutely trying to retcon it. But I don't, what I don't really get, like they are, they're smart people. Like this was definitely always going to come out. So why would they do it? Why would they take the gamble with their brand in an area where they, they are struggling at the moment? They are mm -hmm. well behind the cutting edge. So why do something that is clearly going to put even more question in people's minds as to 
you know, what they're doing and what their positioning is? Uh, I've got two theories for myself. Hmm. And the first one is, I think, the worst. You say they're smart people. The person is smart. People are dumb, stupid animals. I got that from a movie somewhere. I forget which one. It wouldn't surprise me that the environment community at Google just actually thought the people out there were dumb enough to fall for this. That they just couldn't see past their own marketing, mm. uh, self-congratulatory culture. Uh, they are running behind. Uh, I think that hurts them more than we can tell because it yeah. was always kind of AI, Google, machine learning, Google. Anything high-tech, Google. And now Google is known for the big graveyard, making promises they don't keep, and mm. shuttering down things that people find useful because reasons. Yeah, They needed a win, and they, I think they actually thought we're going to make this. Because I got nothing against inspirational things. If they just went out with this video and say, hey, we don't have this, but this is what we're working towards, this yeah. is what I think yeah, the yeah, future yeah. is. Yeah. That would have been a Google thing, yes, inspire the world. It's like Microsoft making the, the Surface tablets to show the people you can make them smaller like this. Okay, cool. That's like, that's good. Company, tech companies should do stuff like that. Yeah. But this was, as you said, really delivered as a, this is what you can buy tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, paraphrased. And that was, so that's one that they actually had the hubris and just couldn't even see the, 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 the wrongness of what they were doing. And the other one, the other reason I'm thinking, which actually worked, if that was the reason, is, uh, well, there is, there is a group of people you can bullshit that you want to bullshit as a big company, and that's your stockholders. And the stock actually jumped 5% that day. Yeah. Both of those actually seem genuinely creditable, unfortunately. <laughs> um do you think it could be even simpler than that, though? Do you think there is a possibility that just, like, the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing? Um, like, marketing put together something inspirational that was their brief, the tech no, product folks because were not aligned? Uh, there were interviews by the product folks. The, the people in the video were people that are supposedly, I mean, I don't know these people, but they were engineer, developer, whatever, whatever. So it wasn't just marketing taking what, oh, I heard something cool. Let's make a marketing campaign of that. So I don't, that's one reason I don't think that happens. And secondly, even marketing must know that in the whole world of Gen AI hype today, this was going to be cut into microscopic pieces trying to figure out the minutest details because mm. people are going to jump on this and that was the intention of course as well so again impossible nope i mean again common sense not that common stupidity yeah. sadly is but because they were kind of what they presented as technical people behind the scenes who worked on this mm. stuff in the actual promotional video those people need to have gotten their calendars freed up by their managers to do these videos and stuff like that. So I would say no, but yeah, again. So where, like, how can they, how can they recover this? Uh, how, how do they recover from this? Like what, where do they go from here? The only they can now do is when Ultra comes out and it should be, within the next six months, that this actually works as they showed it. Mm. Not as fast. I mean, I always 
believe that, okay, even if the whole modality is correct, the, the voice and everything and the videoing, there will be delays because you have to send it to the model. It has to come back. It will not be as immediate. So I did feel the video was sped up. I would be okay with that. I mean, that's just latencies, laws of physics. You can't even break the laws of physics. That's just how it works, how it does yeah. work. But they will have to actually come up with something that works. And if they don't, within six months, have something that clearly trounces ChatGPT, they're done. Mm. And the problem for them, I think, I don't know. I don't talk to these people. I have no idea. I'm thinking, I'm believing, I'm uh, inspiring. Mm. <laughs> that even if they do, they still won't win. Because there's been a lot of uh, hubbub about QSTAR. Have you heard mm. about QSTAR? I've heard, I've heard a little bit around it, yeah. That's kind of the new big thing that's coming up from OpenAI. And apparently the Altman reshuffle was part of that, whatever. But apparently that's like how different ChatGPT was from what we knew AI and that neural nets to be. QSTAR mm. is as different from ChatGPT, hopefully in the right, in the same <laughs> upper <Yeah>. direction. <laughs> so it would appear that OpenAI already has the next thing ready to be launched, and they're just holding on to it until they have to. Because one thing I'll, the re I was really happy when Gemini came up because hey, competition is there. That is great. That is good. It's not just ChatGPT doing incremental improvements from three to four to tur four turbo. All they basically do is train the model longer. And at the moment, luckily, LLMs, there's a bit of a, a parabola where they can, if you just train the system, the, 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 the model longer, it gets better without mm. any more sophistication or whatever. So put a little bit of sophistication on a little bit of fine tuning and just keep it running, keep it training. Every mm. six months, you release this, the same model again, but more trained, it's a better mm. model. So ChatGPT, as long as it's not competition, it has a really generational leap and not just an evolutionary leap they can just keep putting out the neck the, the same model again and again and again just more uh more more trained gemini looked like ChatGPT is going to up their game too and that yeah. was good news with this they're actually telling ChatGPT we're so desperate we're trying to sell snake oil here which for, yeah. for open ai kind of means oh they're nowhere we've got all the time of the world and so qstar has been back again until they need it oh so you actually think because of the the lack of competition of course they're not why even would you release an ev today that can do a thousand miles when all the competition only can do like 400 we'll keep that we'll just for the same for the for more money you can do four well we can do six yeah you can do five now oh we can do seven yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you keep it in the back pocket. I mean, that's how commercial works. Uh, you, you, you'd never, from an educational, from a scientific point of view, you want to have the latest, greatest out there. That's why open source is so good. Because open source doesn't work that way. Open source, I built something. Look at what I made. You yeah. want, want it out there. The moment commercial entities buy open source stuff, it's to control it, to, to how do you call it, to gate release mm. at a normal pace that consumers can consume at a reasonable uh, rate. I think that's the uh, economical BS around that kind of thing. And competition so, is what you need to prevent that. So we, we touched on this a little bit when we chatted with John Murty, and it sounds like we're 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 back in a similar topic space a little bit, which is 
without 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 true open competition the this space will continue in your perspective like will continue to be sort of very much a, a monopoly obviously is that fair yeah I mean, it's just, it, by definition, if there's no competition, it is a monopoly. And the best that we can hope for at the moment in the relatively short term is a duopoly, where OpenAI and Google kind of box up against each other. Because I know Amazon has bedrock. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's there, but it's not even mm. close what ChatGPT can do. Uh, Google used to have Vertex before Gemini, and Vertex was even worse than bedrock. So Google really needed a win here. Mm. But uh, at this moment, I think OpenAI uh, open has played this game incredibly well. Yeah. They, they gated it from, from the start with just with the crowd-pleasing Dali. Because mm -hmm. you didn't have to be smart, man. You could just put some text and like, get pictures, pretty pictures, pretty pictures. That always works. Mm -hmm. ChatGPT is a lot harder to use because you kind of have to, it's being uh, imported as co-pilots, assistants everywhere just to, to make expert people help expert people so ChatGPT is more complex and it's not for the everyday person dali which came first was hey you can make pretty pictures by just putting some words in there mm. so they kind of had the branding out there people liked it and then they kind of followed up with ChatGPT, with uh, uh, vision gpt stuff like that it just went on and on and on and i think they've got a roadmap for the next two years perhaps without having to go inspirational mm. I think Google is really in trouble here. And this, more than anything else, for me, really um, puts that as a firm image. Google is in trouble. They would never have done this if they had something that was actually half what they were presenting. Yeah. Yeah. It's desperation. It reeks of desperation. Yeah. I think for, for me, the, the really disappointing part is, is, is just that they they continue to make these kinds of mistakes. Um, I don't know if you remember Duplex, Google Duplex. Uh, the, it'll form the restaurant for you to make yeah. a, a reservation. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. dead to start as well. Exactly, but like that was also another horribly yeah. faked um, like demo that, that backfired. Yeah, in, inspirational. Sorry, inspirational. It's not fake. It's inspirational. Yeah, exactly. That uh, that backfired and uh, caused a whole bunch of agitation. I just uh, those who don't that don't learn from the mistakes are doomed to repeat them. Is just one of those things that that kind of keeps circling around this. And I I just I get I I do get and I do agree to your your point around. Uh, they seem to be in trouble now, and well, they, they were in trouble before, but we didn't know about it. No, you can't really not know that they're in trouble. Yeah, it's sad. yeah. I mean, it it's is. sad. If you see where Google came from, they they were the epitome, epitome, or so how do you pronounce that word? Epitome of innovation, of technology, of new things. They, if anything, Google did was great and perfect and whatever. But the last decade has not been good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. I think that's also why Microsoft was very smart not to just buy OpenAI, but just give them a bunch of money and hands off. 
let them do their thing. Because if Microsoft tried to do something like this, they would probably make the same mistakes. So I'm not actually bashing on Google as a company. I'm not saying they're worse than the rest of them. It's just how these huge, big companies are hamstringing themselves when it comes to innovation. And that's why open source works as well as it does, because it yeah. doesn't have that hamstringiness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with string cheese, I know. But <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I think that, um, I mean, obviously I'm very biased, but like, I, I think that the world would be a better place when there is a strong, um, open competitor, um, to the current, the current state. And I know we're, we're, we seem to be a long way away from that, but I, I, I hope, and I look forward to a time when that's, I think that's, that train has left the station because at the moment, uh, open AI, unless Let's still count Google in as well, are so large and have really said the future is going to be the whole Gen AI thing, whatever it's going to be called in five years, because it's going to evolve, of course, that everything that now starts up as an open source thing is going to get cobbled up. It's going to get bought, it's going to get purchased, it's going to be uh, consumed, let's, call, let's just call it that, by those big behemoths. And I don't think, unless you have a really special person that doesn't want to make a lot of money and wants to give it all away for free and people just aren't that made built that way i don't think open source i think a lot can happen in open source but the moment they achieve something they'll get gobbled up again and be put behind the gates where openai or google will decide when that great breakthrough will allow to be seen by the world God, I hope you're wrong, but uh, me too. But um, I usually, I mean, it's not because I'm that smart. It's just this sounds like normal. This is business as usual. This is how the, how it has happened. The only reason that uh, LibreOffice and OpenOffice exist is because they were created before Office was the behemoth it is today. If you would start now with something like that, just get bored. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I say, I hope, I hope you're wrong. My inspiration. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but unless there's anything else on your side, uh, well, I've got this bridge to sell you if you don't believe this uh, Gemini thing. <laughs> well, it sounds like that is all the time we have for today. You can support this podcast by becoming a Patreon. Every contribution really does help. We are on YouTube. You can like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all the YouTube things. Go to roaringelephant.org for a link to our Patreon page and for more information about the podcast. And send your feedback, maybe not created by any form of Gen AI, to podcast at roaringelephant.org. But until next time, my name is still ever optimistic, Dave. And my name is not a blue rubber duck, Jon. <laughs> Look forward to talking to you next week. Quack. Quack, quack. <laughs>